1: Get hey everyone, welcome to episode 140 of Slamfire Radio for January 29th, 2016. I'm one of your hosts, Matthew the Warning Shot McClatchy. And I'm another one of your hosts, Adriel the Hunting Gear Guy, Michelle. And I'm Trevor. We gotta go deeper. Oh, uh, I'm Trevor. I'm Trevor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I... I did a whole bunch of stuff in guns this week. Uh, I bought and sold uh, three polymer striker-fired pistols. <laughs> uh, in case we fooled any of you, that's not really Trevor. That was us making fun of him. Trevor is not on the show anymore. <laughs> this, this evening, for for tonight, for yeah, to, this, for, for this episode. Yeah, anymore. ever again. Ever again this week. Yeah. yeah. He, he'll probably be back next week. But uh yeah, so uh so yeah, welcome to the show. We are we are very sorry already. <laughs> so so what Matthew, did we do with <laughs> uh, What did you do in guns this week? <laughs> <laughs> um I didn't do a whole lot. I I did do some dry fire practice though. Uh nothing really spectacular. I I basically just started off really slow. Knocking the rust off, man. It's been since it's been a long time since I've had my pistol out and uh, and done anything serious with it. Uh, so I figured I'm just gonna start slow. I didn't even get the shot timer out this week. it was just put my gun on and just practice perfect repetitions just really smooth, really slow, pull it out you know establish good grip, get it good a perfect sight picture and press that trigger nice and slow perfectly every time. So I'm just gonna practice that for a little while. And then as I start to feel the muscle memory come back, I'll start ramping it up and getting the shot timer out and seeing, uh, seeing how I do that way. So uh, I didn't even, didn't even make anything go bang. It was just clicks this week. I do plan uh, probably Saturday on going out and uh, finishing the rest of that video, getting the, the shooting footage for my uh, Glock versus Smith & Wesson. So hopefully by next show, I'll have a link for people to go watch that review. So hopefully that'll be something. Um, and then other than that, this isn't really anything I did, but it's sort of a, a call out to our American listeners. Um, Jason, a friend of the show, uh, many of you who have been to Canada and attended any of our charity shoots will know which Jason I'm talking about. He wears a red onesie. If, uh, if that is a, a helpful hint to anybody. He, he needs an American to order him a flashlight mount. He has found a flashlight mount that he really wants for his AR. Uh, unfortunately, the company that makes them won't deal with Canadians. And so there's nothing we can do on this side of the border. We need an American who's willing to purchase this for Jason, ship it to him. And then, of course, Jason will pay you for it. Um, but uh, it's nothing illegal. It's perfectly legal. It's just a flashlight mount for an AR. It can come across the border. No ITAR restrictions. Nothing. It's just uh, just a flashlight mount. But they won't they won't deal with us Canadians because we suck and they hate us. I guess. So any Americans down there who uh, who want to help out a fellow gunny, if you want to just email the show, let us know who you are and, and and if you're willing to do that for us, I will put you in touch with Jason and hopefully we can get that ordered for him. They
0: just don't want to deal in Canadian pesos these days, hey?
1: Probably not. Our our, our dollar is terrible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm feeling it. Trying to, you see, you're, I'm starting to see more prices starting to creep up and up and up as as you know the retailers have been really nice uh, and sold their old. A lot of them have been selling old stock at uh, whatever price they bought it for, but new stock that's getting replaced. A lot. What a lot of them are doing is adding like upping their price as that new more expensive stock is coming in and it's starting to come in it's start, i'm starting to see prices going you know 10 20 30 percent up
1: yep yeah it's gonna be uh gonna be nasty for us up here in canada for the next little while if we want to buy anything out of the states so hopefully our dollar stabilizes and it can kind of creep back the other way if, you know sometime soon yeah, I don't see it. Not until, not until the price of oil is up. No, and that's the thing. Right? That's it. That's what it's really based on. So, anyway, this isn't an economic show. So, uh, uh, Air Joe, what did, uh, what you get up to this week?
0: Oh, it's hard not to be an economist in Alberta when the price of oil is low. I know. Um, eh? <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, I, I, um, I got out to my parents' place, and, and they're kind of on a, an acreage. So I, I did a whole pile of shooting uh, over the weekend. Um, we, uh, uh, me and me and my buddy, shot a bunch of precision rifle. Uh, I've got that uh, Savage Ten TR. He's got a, a Ruger precision rifle, and we were shooting at about 500 yards. And uh, boy, that's that's a lot of fun. I actually got some uh, video footage with a, a video camera, like zoomed all the way in, and you can see the vapor trails, the bullets, nice as they're as they're going in and hitting things. It's so cool, and uh, and it's actually really cool to watch the video afterwards and see. Um, you know, I was I was just kind of emptying out um, a bunch of rounds that I had that I had uh, testing rounds, kind of a thing. So mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting to hit all of them, and I didn't because some of them were were quite a bit higher. But it's really cool seeing the uh, the bullets go in and impact and and where they're hitting and all that kind of stuff. So I burned through a pile of ammo. Uh, my buddy burned uh, burned through a bunch of his uh, 6.5 Creedmoor ammo, um, and he he was doing that on purpose because he wants to now reload a whole bunch of that stuff and uh, i think he wants to go with a 140 grain bullet because they're a little bit uh, a little bit better bc a little bit better for long range and uh, a little bit better when they hit it boy i was hitting the gong with some uh, 168 and 180 grain bullets and uh, they make a nice uh, uh, healthy uh, dong when it hits the when it hits it but uh, his 6.5 wasn't bringing it quite as hard um and the other thing that we did was uh, I've I've talked about this maverick uh, over under tactical shotgun kind of thing before, and uh, we actually got that got that out and shot a whole pile with it, and finally figured out how the barrel selector works with it. Uh, when I first got this thing, um, so it's just got a safety lever and a single trigger. So I thought, uh, you know, uh, top barrel first, bottom barrel second, and that's all that she wrote. There's no selection. But there is actually a way to select which barrel is going to fire first, and it's it's on that safety uh, selector. So you have to move the safety selector down to safe and then right or left. If you move it right,
1: it'll do the uh, bottom barrel first. and if you go it left, it'll do the top barrel first. Um, which so you have to you have to take the safe you have to put the safety on before you select yep. which barrel. So you put yes. the safety on, select the barrel that you want and then turn the safety back off. Correct. Yeah. It's and then it'll like shoot that pattern. one and then it'll shoot the other one. Yeah. yeah okay. Exactly. So it's not like you have to reselect the other barrel before it'll shoot it. No, no. It's, oh, it's, okay. So if, if you
0: prefer one versus the other, you can change I mean, the thing's got adjustable chokes on it. So if yeah. you want to, you set, you set it so that you've got the correct choke that you'd usually do on your first shot, typically a, a wider pattern. And then your second shot, after you've missed whatever
1: you've shot right. at, is a little bit tighter
0: because that's the it. thing's probably getting away, right?
1: Yeah, and that's, that's you know, that that simplicity is usually how most over-unders and even side-by-sides work. It's just one trigger, it shoots one first and the other, and you put in the, the choke that you need. But I yeah. guess, I mean, if, if you're walking down the trail and you have the option to select which trigger you see, or which trigger you use, if you see... That your first shot's going to be taken on game that is a little further than your your open choke. I guess it would be nice to be able to select the other one. Yeah, it's it's it's. I I can
0: see the uh, utility from it. And I kind of like that they, I, I like that they put the idea in. I don't I don't particularly like the way they put in put it right. in. Right. But uh, just just because it just I don't like when one switch does so many weird things. That yeah. It's hard, it's hard to tell which mode it's in. I it's mean,
1: like a GoPro. It's got one button on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it does everything. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, anyway,
0: so, I mean, we, we shot that a bunch. It's, it's a ton of fun. I mean, imagine, like, an over-under that weighs almost nothing because there's almost no nothing to the barrels. It's just got 18-and-a-half-inch barrels on it. Right. And uh, a, a really lightweight polymer stock. So, incredibly pointable, uh, these weird buckhorn sights, very quick to shoot, and just, just a ton of fun to uh, to shoot.
1: That's Anyways, cool. What, yeah, what that's, gauge did uh, was yours?
0: Twelve. Oh, okay.
1: Do they come in twenty
0: gauge as well? Uh, I only uh, I only deal in twelve gauge. There, are no other gauges exist to me.
1: Oh, I got gotcha. you. I, <laughs> d- I understand. Just looking at a picture of it now, I don't think I've seen this before. Um, yeah, it's a cool little shotgun. That would make a nice little like quad or dirt bike gun. You know, with a quad and with a uh, maybe a little bit tighter of
0: a choke. So, because I think it, it comes with improved cylinder and improved modified. It, does that make sense? Improved modified.
1: Is that such? Uh, a thing? yeah, that's one. Okay, good.
0: I wasn't. I'm just making sure I'm not too crazy here. Well, um, you are, but uh, that's one. I'm I'm right this time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean it's uh, it, it's all right. I think I'd go with just a little bit tighter of a choke, just to give myself a little bit more uh, more distance. But right. uh, yeah, it would it would be a nice side saddle kind of a quad, kind of a shotgun, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I like a, a modified and a full. If I if I have a double barrel shotgun for for most things. Um, yeah, and and you know, bird hunting early in the season, you know, open and, and modified is fine, but uh, you know that that's only early in the season when when everything's sitting close because there's so much brush on the tree still. But you know, typically shotguns are not close or are not long-range firearms to begin with. So I want them to be stretched out as far as possible, and I'd rather just aim a little bit more finely than have to worry about my pattern.
0: Yeah, well, I don't I don't hunt with dogs or anything either, so it's not like I'm. I'm uh, you know, driving out uh, um, pheasants or anything like that, then they're gonna be they're gonna fly like twenty yards in front of me. I shoot stuff that's that's a little bit farther away, so I'd rather I'd rather get the extra range.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's cool.
0: Yep. So that's all you did. That's all I Oh, well, I changed a, a well pump, but that's not really anything to do with guns.
1: No, not at all, actually. <laughs> huh. <laughs> all right. Well, let's talk about our upcoming events then. Uh, two of them you will all have heard before. It's the uh, first Annie Ronnie de Rock Out With Your Glock Out Steel Challenge. That's June 4th this year at the Rusty Goosh Gun Club. And the 6th annual charity shoot in support of Soldier On is June 25th, and that's in Kingston, Ontario at the Brockville District Fish and Game Club. And we've mentioned those so many times so far, I'm sure everybody knows exactly all the details about them. So you can check those out on their respective Facebook pages or websites. Uh, This new one, this third one here, comes to us from Ryan Hall, and uh, this is an event called Got Your Six. It's a Wounded Warrior charity shoot. Being held at the Edson Fish and Game uh, One Mile Range in Alberta, so it's a one mile long range, which is kind of cool. We don't have anything close to that around here. It's this year, July 16th and 17th, and you can go to GotYourSixShoot.com for more info. So that it's going to be a, a precision rifle and pistol event. So anybody who's interested in that sort of thing, you can go check that out.
0: I think I'm going to do that one. That's that's not far away from where I'm at, and uh, I want to I want to try that range. So I think I'm going to use that as my excuse. I think costume. you should,
1: and and you can interview people there and report back, <laughs> reporting for Slamfire Radio. Uh, yeah,
0: I'll have to bring my uh, my uh, journalist's uh, little uh, notepad thing, and uh, we're going
1: to have to like send you a T-shirt with our logo on it or something. Oh yeah,
0: I should probably do that. Yeah, Reference you don't have a,
1: you don't have a Slamfire T-shirt, do you? Nope. And you're a host. Uh, yeah. We're going to have to any, rectify that. Any extra ones? Like yeah, actually, some? I do. Oh, good. Okay, good. <laughs> I'll, I'll get your size from you later, and I'll, I'll toss one in the mail for you. <laughs> Send that me a small. <laughs> Ooh, sexy. <laughs> yeah, that'll be um, really representing, right? right oh. <laughs> uh, bring, bring us the news here, would you? <laughs> Instead of the gun show. <laughs> Uh, um okay the, the, the first one
0: comes from to us from shot show 2016 um so i think we mentioned a couple shows ago that uh Wolverine supplies had a CZ 958 uh that was going to get released this was uh just like their their 858 except uh the receiver had been uh designed differently so that it better fit uh, our canadian laws aka it's not uh you know from a full auto receiver or anything like that so it can it can get through it's a semi automatic um, and it had uh Picatinny rail on the top a couple of other cool things um I guess it has been uh delayed uh one of the things that they learned from and reported uh on uh, Canadian gun nuts was just that uh it's it's gonna be delayed and that c z has got uh, 30,000 pistols that they have to put out first or something like that. So it's, it's you know, one of the problems with, with making products for the Canadian market is that it takes so long to get through this FRT process. And then when that happens, I mean, you still have to put in the production order. And, and it, can be, it can be really challenging for, you know, for people to make products for our market just because of all these extra constraints and the fact that, you know, we have a tenth of the population that uh, that the U.S. does.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, that's too bad. I was looking forward to seeing those hit the hit the border and uh, seeing some of the guys shooting them. But uh, I guess we'll just have to wait a little bit longer. We've waited this long. What's another, what year?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of how things are measured, right? Some some yep. of those FRT numbers take like a year, two years, three years, even longer.
1: Yeah. Well, hopefully, uh, hopefully the liberals haven't done anything silly with our gun laws before they manage to get those into Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully.
0: Um, and the other the other piece of news, I guess, is uh, Shot Show 2016. So I mean, uh, one of the really cool things about the uh, the gun industry is that there's kind of one trade show that is like the trade show to go to, and it's Shot Show. And- because it means that that there aren't a whole pile of little ones you have to go to. There is only one really big one every year. Uh, And I think every year it's in Las Las Vegas. This year, I'm I'm not sure about other years, but I'm pretty sure it's in Las Vegas. That's that's kind of the place to do a trade show because it's so easy to fly down. There's so many uh, uh, hotels and that kind of thing. The supporting infrastructure is fantastic. So um, it's this huge gun show that happens uh, every year in the U.S. And uh, uh, Matthew, you went, right? Yeah, no. Uh, maybe, uh, did Trevor go? Yeah, I think Trevor went. Oh, Okay, so he's yeah. he's, he's a representative that. Went
1: That's through. why he wasn't. I mean, we, I mean, we're so big, we have. To, I mean, they they call us up and, and pre-book us basically. Slamfire Radio, you're flight's, coming down to SHOT show, right? Yeah, flights we're paid like, for, hotels. We're like, I guess, whatever. We'll send Trevor, whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just B-team, <be> go. <laughs> uh, no, I'd like to go some year. I've been saying that for the last eight years I think. I haven't got there yet, but maybe one day.
0: Yeah. Well it's uh, I, I almost have no excuse not to go because I think I could qualify for it. I just need to put my name in and uh like like from flying from Edmonton here it's a it's a direct flight and it's uh I wanna say like three and a half hours maybe. Yeah, you're like right yeah. there. Yeah, it's it's such a quick flight that I should I should go next year anyway. You should.
1: Yeah. I mean you got double credentials. Yeah, you, you know, you're you're hunting gear guy credentials and Slamfire radio credentials come on oh, they gotta let you in work. yeah they gotta they gotta
0: you know take that into consideration yeah um, but uh yeah so i mean um that happened and there's a there's a bunch of new products that came out there so uh, do you want to talk about all the different uh, yeah let's
1: just roll right into this is our main topic just sort of talking about some of the the new event or new items that came out so cool uh, well, I think the, the first one that was supposed
0: to be um, a shot show thing was uh, <laughs> kind of got, got spoiled a little yeah. <laughs> bit, was the uh, the Ruger American pistol, right? Because uh, this is the one that showed up in retailer shelves, and they're like, hey. Uh, we what's, this- what's this? <laughs> <laughs> Have it's you heard cool. of this before?
1: I haven't heard of this before. I guess we could sell it, whatever. <laughs> you want to buy this thing? I don't know what it is. I don't it's even a- know. Pistol. It says 9mm on the box. <laughs>
0: So, I mean, uh, Ruger had their, their SR-9 before, um, and now they've got this uh, this Ruger American pistol, which is um, uh, kind of like a full-frame uh, deal. And I believe it's it's their bid to uh, uh, get more into the military market.
1: Yeah, perhaps, or, or law enforcement maybe. And and I sh- we should mention that you you said the SR-9 before. They are still making the SR-9. They're not yes. discontinuing that line just for those people who are like, I we need one of those. I don't know why you would, but. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's actually a really good pistol. I used to have one. <laughs> yeah, they're in, they're inexpensive, right? I really I mean, like the SR9. Yeah,
0: here in Canada they're about hundred bucks less than an M&P. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, same all things considered, right? So, yep. Um, yeah, they're they're decent, but I mean that was kind of spoiled. And I think we talked about that one a little bit
1: before as well, right? Yeah, I think we covered it a little bit. So I think listeners kind of get an idea of what we think of it, anyway. Yeah, I think uh, the only complaint I've
0: heard uh, was on the. Uh, military arms channel Mac. Uh, he had, he had said that there's like a big bump on the back. It's got like a real square back on it. And when he was yep. shooting it, it was is really beating up his uh, his that knuckle on the, that's the what second third knuckle on your thumb, I guess that one that near the back. Sure, and uh, yeah, I don't have any knuckles on my thumb. I'm, I'm putting my my thumb up to the <laughs> microphone. You see everybody,
1: about? everybody, see that? <laughs>
0: um, and another, I guess. Another. While we're on the topic of things that have already been covered, um, the the tec RDB. Um, this, I think, this one was shown at the previous Shot Show, but it was more of like a a really weird prototype. They had like they had one that was in wood and metal, and they. Had I liked that, in, that version. That version it, looked it was really cool. cool. Yeah, yeah that, was cool. that was like a. A steampunk, kind yeah, of rifle. yeah. Um, but from what I've heard, uh, th- this year they have a um, a closer to a production model. So now it's actually functioning. They people could take it and shoot it on the range.
1: And that's a that's a two to three bullpup.
0: Yeah, and it's a it's a downward ejecting one. So just like right. their RFB, that's in three oh eight. This one is in two two three. So it's got. Some uh, magic that happens on the inside, and uh, the shell casings go down instead of to the side.
1: Yeah, so. it, it, and it is it is full magic. They had to get like Harry yeah. and Ron and and those kids with the wands there to to spell it or something. I don't know. I got nothing. I, I assumed it would be
0: like some uh, Swiss watchmaker that uh, that just you know was incredibly talented and just made this weird mechanism. That, in there. that definitely yeah, sounds. Magic, yeah. yeah, that definitely sounds more realistic. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, so I mean, the, the cool thing about that is, you know, with bull pups if, if you've got a T ninety seven or uh, or some of the other bull pups out there, if you try if you try it as a lefty, uh, you catch brass in the face, and yep. uh, that that hurts. That that's that's not N- that never much. fun. No, no, no. So the way that Keltec has got around it is is the brass goes out really close to the butt and down, and um, I think some people like if, if you're wearing a, a tack vest or something like that. I think one of the things that may happen is that you get. Uh, hot shells, uh, hot cases, rather uh, uh, caught up in your gear, um, and when you shoot it prone, it makes a it makes a pile. And if you're shooting it prone and you've got your your arms in tight, you might start to uh, feel some of those some of those brass cases on your arms if you're right. wearing a long t-shirt. But I mean the, that that kind of stuff can happen with an AR as well. Oh well, yeah,
1: yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, I like it because it's a it's a bullpup that'll be legal in Canada because it's not so, a bullpup stock; it's a bullpup gun the gun itself is the bullpup so
0: yeah so long as nothing other nothing else happens and the yeah. liberals don't do anything Dumb. weird with our laws i mean yeah. yeah there's no reason why it shouldn't come in i mean uh it, it, criminals don't use those kind of uh weapons anyways they typically use like uh, cheaper pistols and that kind of thing right yep Yeah. so i want my rdb i kind of yeah i want a lot more of that kind of stuff here in canada just it's gonna it's gonna take so long like one here we got so many things working against us here one it's got to get approved frt two it's a caltech product and they're notorious for having their stuff like not available as in the u.s never mind canada so
1: yeah no kidding uh,
0: yeah, it might be it might be a while before but um man they make some cool stuff they're so innovative they just need to like really crank their production up <laughs> yeah yeah um, I, uh, one of the other ones that I that I saw that I thought was really cool was uh, Smith & Wesson's making a new 22 called the is it, I think it's the SW22 Victory or something like the that. The
1: Victory, yeah, the SW22 Victory. You got it.
0: Oh man, that I think that's sorely needed. Again, like man, if if I could uh hunt rabbit or something like that with a 22 pistol, I I this would Probably be something that would be right up my alley, but as, as we're in Canada here, it's it's not really uh, an option. You really
1: we can't, but it, it's still nice to shoot them at the range and pretend there's rabbits out there or something. I don't know. Work um, on your
0: trigger control and that kind of thing. If, yep. it, for shooters that might have like a bad flinch, yeah, this is, yep. this is definitely a, a good deal.
1: Yeah, or even just for somebody who likes to plank. Uh, or a, a first shooter, or somebody who has kids and wants their kids to shoot and uh, doesn't want them shooting full power. I mean, this would uh, be a great little pistol. It, uh, it sort of looks like the the Ruger Mark III. Um, but uh, from what I see, it's going to be a lot easier to take down than the Ruger Mark III. So I, I think that's its, its main competition. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how accurate it is, because the Mark III is sort of renowned for its accuracy. Yeah, those are, like, amazingly, I mean, if, if
0: you want to practice uh, your pistol shooting, a, a Ruger 22 pistol is, is definitely uh, the way to go, but um, the, the takedown on them to strip them and clean them is... Oh, it's little, terrible. It's a little bit involved. It's, yeah. a, it's a, a challenging uh, it's, it's procedure.
1: Not, it's not hard once you learn it, and once you learn the tricks and how to do it, and and more importantly, once you've worn the gun in, broken it broken it in, so to speak, because everything's really tight from the factory. you got to sort of take it apart and put it back together, you know, 20 or so times before everything starts clicking and sliding together properly. I, I had one for a while, and I really liked it. I had the twenty two forty five version, and uh, very accurate, uh, you know, just, uh, like you said, just taking it down was... Such a pain in the butt. I found myself not taking it to the range and shooting it because I knew I'd have to clean it when I got home, and I just didn't want to. So, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I guess if if that's all this thing it has, that's different. That
0: that would probably be enough. It just it would be yeah. Out on the market, yeah.
1: As long as it doesn't lose any points in accuracy or ergonomics or anything or reliability, but yeah, uh, exactly. it looks like it's got a nice bull barrel, and yeah, it'll be interesting to shoot it. I can't wait.
0: Yeah, um, I, I think the the other one, the, the other shotgun that we've, that I, I saw there was, I think something that, uh, Trevor would be really interested in. This <laughs> is, yep. a, a Mossberg Scorpion and oh. this is, this is their 500. Have you seen it?
1: Yes, I have. Yeah. And I, you're right. This is right down Trevor's alley. <laughs> uh, it's, I mean, can you say ATI? <laughs> he loves ATI and Lots this thing is just covered in it. <laughs> you know, it's got the heat shield with the fixed sights and the, uh, and it's tan. I mean, that's important.
0: Yeah, it's tan. It's got that, that, that stock, that ATI stock
1: on the back there. Yeah, collapsible, the, of course, with the pistol oh, yeah. grip. Yeah. You need but that it, it's basically a, a dolled-up uh, Mossberg 500, and it's for – it's. I don't want to use the term mall ninja, but I will. It, it's for the mall ninjas who want uh, a really cool tactical-looking gun but don't want to spend a whole lot of money but they just want to go to the range and blast stuff or just go out in the... It's non-restricted, of course. They just go out in the woods and blast stuff with it, I guess. I don't know how much of a hunting gun it would be. Did, did you read the specs to see if it comes with chokes? Oh, no, I didn't see that. I mean, uh, okay, here's, here's our
0: potential buyer here. Uh, someone who's going to take a regular Mossberg and throw that stuff on there anyways.
1: That's right. Now yeah. you don't have to
0: uh, they, they've have done.
1: kicking around. They've done the dirty work for you. Yep. You just yeah. got to buy it. All ready so, to roll. It you know it 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 appeals to my inner mall ninja. He, that little mall ninja is just about dead. I've just about killed him, but he's still there a little bit. So yeah, a, a younger version
0: of me might look at that and yeah, really like it. Yeah. yeah, I think these days I just I don't know. I like things that are simpler and uh, yeah, have so many moving parts on them. Yeah, I'm with you with that one for sure. Except I think well, I mean my eight seventy has like a whole bunch of Magpul
1: stuff on it. So well, mag stuff's okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, but be, yeah. The argument could be made why don't I just leave all the regular stuff on
1: there? <laughs> well, the Magpul stuff actually improves it in some manner. In yeah. in in some people's opinion, I would say mine included, I would say that most of the Magpul stuff is actually a bit more ergonomic, a bit more comfortable to manipulate, and uh it it looks a lot cooler. It, yeah. That's that's not your that's not your typical strip mall ninja. That's like your downtown mall ninja. <laughs> How many hate letters am I going to get this week? Do you think? Remember, my email is trevorfurlott at gmail dot com.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, what else? What else did you notice about uh, Shot Show this year?
1: I didn't notice anything about Shot Show because I didn't go and I didn't read up about it. But I, well, we'll talk about that one at the end, I guess. I was going to say the one that sort of jumped out at everybody, but uh, if I look at the list. I see that suppressors were on everything. Man, I wish. Oh, it's such a tease. All right, all right, all right. Pop quiz, Hotshot. What would you rather, suppressors or handgun hunting in Canada? Suppressors. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so handgun hunting would be awesome for rabbits and grouse. Oh, man, for grouse. Yeah, that would be awesome. What about deer? Get your old 10-mil Glock out.
1: I would use a suppressed rifle for deer. Yeah. Right, because if you have a suppressor, you can use you can suppress all your rifles. Yeah, and and rifles really well. The thing is, rifles don't really stand to be suppressed nearly as well as a handgun does because most of their projectiles are supersonic.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what if you're what if you're going to go up to a gravel pit and shoot? And uh, what if you don't want to use uh, like uh, what if you don't want to double up on your protection or something like right. that? That's true. If you if you suppress, uh, I don't know. What what do you typically shoot with? Like a Well, 223
1: or 308 would be the two more popular ones, I'd say.
0: Yeah, yeah. If you suppress those, and if you have a good
1: suppressor on it, you may not need hearing protection. I would think so. I mean, it's just going to be the crack of the supersonic, the the sound area, right? So I can't see that being that noisy. Um, Here's the other thing the suppressor does, is it acts as a really nice uh, um, uh, recoil reducer, muzzle brake.
0: Yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll cut that down a little bit, right? Yeah
1: yeah so a lot of people and maybe maybe i'm I don't know a lot of people I've heard have said that uh the suppressor can make your rifle a bit more accurate too if uh, if you match it properly. I suppose it adds weight to the barrel so it'd make maybe might, like might, cut
0: down on the whip or something like that maybe
1: maybe yeah to some sort of harmonic dampening or something but, it's, yeah, it's a hard one. I don't know i I yeah. think i'd almost i think I'd almost rather go with handgun hunting personally, but that being said. Handguns are really loud, so it's hard to hunt with them without a suppressor or earplugs. <laughs> I guess. So. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so I mean, in the in the
0: immortal words, uh, why not both?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's it. Ideally.
0: Oh, uh, I I'd take both.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But nice uh, suppress twenty-two on the hip for out deer hunting. You can pop a grouse or a rabbit in the head as you're walking down the trail. Don't spook yeah. any other game. That'd be awesome.
0: Suppressed twenty-twos would be really nice. Because then that you wouldn't need ear protection, and it would be like super enjoyable. It'd be like shooting oh, an yeah. air gun, right? Be like shooting a pellet gun,
1: yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, we can dream.
0: Yeah, but I mean, in the U.S., so like, uh, I think forty plus states now have have like you can get suppressors in forty plus states in the U.S. So they're they're really uh, supporting it. They have a huge industry that's built around it, and uh, I can just look on with envy.
1: Yeah. Envy and Some hate.
0: someday, maybe <laughs> someday we'll get it. We'll be equal to. We'll be able to get all that cool stuff. Here's hoping. Safety equipment. Get all that cool safety equipment.
1: Well, that's the thing. Eh? It's a muffler, really. Yep. yep. And we, we, you know, I drive down the street without a muffler in my car, and I get a ticket. So why shouldn't my gun have a muffler? It's way louder than my car. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Help saving your hearing.
1: I think we're preaching to the choir here, for the most yeah. part. Um, yep. What else? Uh, I guess. I guess the next thing is really just sort of AR fifteen everything, huh? Yeah, I mean, well,
0: it's it. You know, I think. I think there's like one huge reason uh, why there's so many uh, AR vendors and so many AR everything out there, and uh, I think we have to thank Obama for it. Yeah, I think so yeah because <laughs> there's been so many times during the last uh years when when he's been in in power and uh it looks like he's gonna threaten uh, some sort of gun control everyone goes out and buys all the ar-15 stuff like when i when i built mine i had to use whatever i could find here in canada because it was like there was nothing coming. it was all ati stuff wasn't it and uh <laughs> narinko stuff cuz that stuff couldn't get into the into the states so yeah, like, there's, true. there's lots of narinkos here but yeah. everything else was there was nothing here and uh all those manufacturers like that that huge demand made room for so many manufacturers to get into the game to start producing and to start uh, innovating on the on the platform, so now there's so many of them out there. Now you get this snowball effect of more. There's more out there, so uh, it's easier to buy them. They're cheaper. There's more accessories. There's more features. So there's more of them out there, and on and on and and so forth. So now um, they're they're so much more popular. Um, and yeah, it's 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 actually really incredible to see because now it's not just you're not just getting like a mil spec AR. Now there's all like there's all sorts of cool stuff out there and all sorts of weird stuff out there that I might not want but uh, is is out there anyways. Like that uh, oh who makes that? Is it Rock River Arms or Spikes that does like the skull lower and a bunch of other? I think it's Spikes that does that. Yeah, I'm not and that's, sure. That's tame. They, they have one with like a, a skull that goes on the magwell. I mean, when you, when you look at the stuff that uh, was, uh, was at SHOT Show this year, um, that's just the tip of the iceberg. They're getting all sorts of crazy stuff. Um, uh, did you see any video of that Cobalt Kinetics, the, the auto mag dropping
1: thingamabob? Didn't see any video on it, but I read up on it. That's kind of a, a neat sort of advancement uh, if you will, if, if it manages to stick and if, if it uh, manages to be reliable it seems, like, well, it seems like it's using extra parts but um, for
0: a competitor like if you're competing in 3-gun or 2-gun, or anything that uses a, a, a rifle um, it chambers the last round and when it knows the magazine is empty it just drops the magazine for you so when the magazine drops you know you have one more round and then it's time to put another magazine in That's and- kind of neat I think uh, that's the same one that uh, if the bolt is back and you okay. put a full magazine in, it auto drops the bolt. It auto drops the, the
1: bolt. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. So if you're uh, if you're into competition and you want to reduce the amount of um, uh, things you have to do with your hands, this is a reduced number. You don't have to ever actually you don't have to ever actuate the bolt. Well,
1: that'll Hand, come in
0: just. Sticks right, sticks right there.
1: That'll come in really handy in Canada because we only have five-round mags, so we've got to do a <laughs> lot of reloads anyway. So bang, 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 mag <laughs> drops out, you put a new one in, off you go. But
0: <laughs> I, I know... like a real, ta- a real tactical operator just yeah. changing mags the,
1: at the speed of light. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's what we're good at yeah, up here in Canada because we have to be. <laughs> um, I've found that in most competitions though you very rarely run your mag dry. So, I don't know if this really would be all that good for for competition because most competitors plan their mag changes and they do that before the gun runs dry because it's much faster to do with the gun still loaded but i guess that being said if you you can still change your mag whenever you want and if you do screw up your round count and the magazine falls out you know well dang it i better shove another one in there
0: yeah that's what i was going to say you you no longer have to count your rounds now you're focused purely on shooting and your next your next target and when the mag drops you can um you can either reload right then and there or you can Shoot that last round and reload, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter which one you do, it's the end result's going to be the same, right? That's right. A freshly loaded gun, yeah. So, I think it's uh, I don't know from for a competitive point of view, it's really cool. I wouldn't use one for like any, any kind of uh, gun that I wanted to run reliably, it's probably too many extra things in there.
1: Or it, too it didn't to- look overly complicated, but the simple fact that there are more parts means that it, it is more complicated, and it just time will tell. People using it out on the range in dirty, dusty muddy gritty conditions will will let us know how reliable this is going to end up being, but uh, yeah until then I, I think it's a novelty item but but hopefully it turns into something that uh, that helps improve uh shooting i mean
0: if you look at if you had to design a rifle to and and you're going to automate as much as possible you'd you'd want it to do those things right I would think so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I mean,
1: I, well, I that sometimes. being said, I don't know if it would be great in a law enforcement or military application because you're shooting and all of a sudden your magazine falls out and the bad guy guy goes, "Huh. <laughs> you still you've still got that one round in the chamber." That's though, true. So. You do still have one left. Yeah, all I can yeah, think right. of is like that Johnny English movie or whatever whenever he pulls his pistol out and the mag falls free. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, it, it would kind of it, – that's the same concern people had with the, the M1, right? If the your eight-round end block goes ping ding right. and goes flying out, oh, now you're empty. But. Well,
1: didn't they used to, like, fake the ping so that the, the enemies yeah. would run up over the edge and then they would just shoot them?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, maybe this is <laughs> the same deal with the army. <laughs> maybe. Let's do this. I but, don't know. Well, we, we've been looking at all these um, uh, uh, other, like, next-gen platforms for the AR and uh, – you know, a lot of them just didn't do that much more that they are, could do, right? I mean, they're, some of them were piston-driven, so maybe they'd be a little bit more reliable, um, and they didn't have the uh, the 90-degree safety. They'd have a 45-degree a safety, so right. a little bit less throw. These are very minor improvements. Mm-hmm. Um, if they could make a, a system like this that was really reliable, um, I don't know, maybe would be cool. I mean, yeah. I, I'd, I'd still have my worries about... Uh, seating a mag and not have it fully seated and then having the bolt go forward with no round in it boy that would be uh that would be really disastrous but that uh, would be yeah yeah but it's really cool and i think like competitors are going to start using those because it's going to shave off uh, a couple of extra
1: steps right it, yeah yeah in certain situations i think it might yeah. yeah
0: um i mean okay so that was that was one of the weirder ar's but um i think the other one was uh um and i think in the us this is this is a lot more important than here in Canada, but there's a lot of 308 uh, ARs that were uh, that were shown. Yeah, the the Mega Arms one. Yeah, there was a Mega was Arms. One. There was a um, something something mutant too. Um, I got, there was a couple of them out there. Um, yeah that mega arm one looks really really cool it's really lightweight um, I think it's like seven pounds and a little bit and for a, like a 308 AR that's super. that's super light. light yeah
1: no I'm looking at some of the pictures here and they've they've shaved weight they've shaved metal off of this thing every spot they could think of like it uh, it's really milled down yeah I you know if I could if I could hunt
0: with a 308 um, I would be really interested in this uh, what do you mean hunt you, you can't hunt
1: with a 308 with
0: a 308
1: AR. There you go. <laughs> yeah, if I could hunt with an AR, this would, you know, well, any AR would be great at that point, but uh, a 308 AR would be fantastic for just about any game in North America.
0: Yeah, well, if I could, uh, like, when, when there's too many deer in my area, we'll get, we'll get three licenses. We'll get two doe and, and one buck or doe. It doesn't, doesn't really matter. Well, and,
1: on a good uh, day, get all three of those in three shots. Yeah. Bang, 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 yeah. got them all.
0: <laughs> yeah, come across uh, a herd, and, and that's, that's close in, and, and deer shooting, and um, yeah, nice, fast follow-up shots, that would be so awesome, but it's a, a fantasy here in Canada, at least for, yeah. for dealing with right now.
1: Well, there is but, that uh, de-restrict the AR-15 petition going around, I don't know how much traction that'll actually gain, but uh, it's a step in the right direction anyway.
0: Uh, what did I see last, 15,000, 15,000 maybe?
1: Yeah, it sound, that number sounds familiar too. I think there was an update just recently, and I think that was the number they said that was the number of signatures on it. Still,
0: the most of any petition on there. I mean, there's yeah. there's been a whole bunch more added on because the barrier to entry is nothing. But uh, that one still is still the top of the heap for uh, for votes yep. or yeah petitions. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, the the I guess the other one get in Canada. Okay, so I don't know quite yet. In this in, but uh, but UTS the guys who make the uh, the Utas shotgun, uh, 15 round pump thing that um, there was uh, issues of uh, reliability and, and that kind of thing with their first generations, so but I think they've they've since resolved. Um, they've got uh, uh, an AR-15 lookalike shotgun, and it's not the same one that you've seen a lot of in Canada here. The the one that's based on the BR-99. Mm-hmm. It, it looks like it's a new setup of, of some kind, so it's a different uh, uh, different action, uh, I guess you could say. So
1: Yeah, but is it? I'm looking at a picture. It looks really similar to the AR, lower. If that's an AR lower on it, we're not going to be able to get it non-restricted up here. Let me take a look here. I thought it had a
0: different back on it.
1: It doesn't look like it to me, but my untrained eye doesn't see much these days anyway. So
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, if that's an AR lower... It can't be an air lower. It's it's got a huge magwell because it it has to take 12 gauge, right? That's true. Mm. TBD uh the uh arm the armchair uh shot show uh coverage from from Slamfire doesn't yeah. know yet.
1: <laughs> we <laughs> don't know. We'll catch. we'll let you know when we find out. <laughs> yeah, it
0: can't be an air, but I mean that the, the it the, that that doesn't even matter. You know, is the RCMP going to say it's an AR- it's an AR-15 variant or not? This is the only thing that matters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, that's, if, if they say it is, it is, and we don't get it, no well, matter on, whether on, it
1: it. The online consensus is it looks like the lower is based on an AR-15, is what the people on on the internet are saying. So, but. uh yeah, they're they're saying that a lot of people are saying they think it's going to be restricted. But that being said, it would still be a fun range toy. Restricted doesn't mean prohibited. It just means we can only shoot at the range, so we can still get them. Maybe. Yeah,
0: you could uh, you know put a put a full choke on it and go shoot some clays with uh, with all the people at your club. Oh,
1: wouldn't that be fun? Go to a nice posh uh, skeet club with their nice, beautiful over-unders and side-by-sides and single shots and show up with your AR-15 12-gauge shotgun semi-auto. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You'd have to go with a, a tactical vest, too. So oh, absolutely. Yeah, helmet. Yeah, Make sure to take a ballistic helmet there. <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, there's a lot of aluminum in this thing. I, I'd imagine this thing's going to be like a Grand when it, when it finally comes out. Yeah. It looks really fancy. Grand plus yeah
1: looks cool though yeah
0: definitely uh what so what else have you seen that's uh, that's been coming up i guess on the radar for shot show 2016
1: well the only other thing i can think of is really dumb sweet let's hear about it it's the uh the trigger activated light i, I think we talked about it briefly on last I, week's show yeah i thought you guys were joking no it's really a thing um now, here's the thing. This company has, at least on the video that I watched, at least two different products. Now, the one product that we're talking about is, is basically, you, you know the, the Accu triggers on the Savage, the little tab on the front? Yeah, that shoe or whatever. Yeah, the little shoe that's that sort of a safety. The trigger won't fire until you press that little shoe thing. Um, that is actually a switch on this AR that he has in, in this video that I saw, and when you press that little shoe, the flashlight turns on. Uh, seems, seems dangerous. Seems very dangerous. Um, now he did make a point of saying this is for advanced users only, but uh, I think we also discussed recently that, uh, you know, trigger press is <laughs> something that, you know, even, even professionals sometimes press a little harder than they mean under a stress situation. So, as far as new products go i think that's probably the dumbest idea for a safe for for, for a gun for a safety for anything anything that would be on a gun that you would want to be even sort of safe I, I could see this ending up on the walking dead at some point and then that because that's the only place they're going to want to use it without uh you know actually hurting somebody cuz they're shooting all blanks or or maybe maybe airsofters will want it for playing or paintballers but I can't see real people actually wanting to touch their trigger to turn on their flashlight that's just dumb
0: yeah well i mean i, I didn't think about the airsoft thing that would be kind of cool in in a, a simulated environment because yeah. Then you can blind you can blind whoever you're shooting at.
1: Exactly. As as long as you're not going to then transfer those skills to real world, you wouldn't want your you wouldn't want to be out in the real world then and press your trigger thinking your light's going to come on. Then yeah, well a light went on, and his light went out.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you, would, you wouldn't want to use it to to check out what what's making a bump in in the
1: family room downstairs. No, no, no. that would be bad. Yeah. Now that being s- restrict sales, or, or I don't know, yeah. it just seems like a bad idea. That being said, they were onto something with their other product that they have, and it's almost the exact opposite of this product. It's it's designed for pistols. And there's a button on the side of this pistol, and I, I think it's probably just attached to the, the laser. There's a laser on the rail. So you turn the laser on on your pistol, um, and, uh, and it's just a, a green laser. And, you know, you know, you guys know how pistol lasers work. It's a, you know alternative aiming device. Well, here's the thing. When you put your finger on the trigger, now the laser starts to blink. So that's sort of a warning to you that your finger is touching the trigger. So that's almost the exact opposite. Instead of turning something on, it actually, when you put your finger on the trigger, lets you know, hey, doofus, your finger's on the trigger. If you don't want to make this gun go bang, move your finger right now. That makes a little bit more sense. I'm, I'm not sure it'll, you know, it probably won't cure, uh, you know, inadvertent trigger pulls, but it might just be that one last little warning, you know, oh, crap, my finger's on the trigger and I didn't want it there yet, you know, whenever you have your your gun pointed at a bad guy. But uh, I don't know. Whether or not that catches on, at least it's not dumb like the other one and completely unsafe.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you, you, you may want to use a flashlight, um, and to have it, like, activated by the trigger is... Uh, not safe
1: <laughs> yeah now he did mention in the video that you could set that switch to do a number of different things and that in this situation it was just activating the flashlight I guess you could use it in the same way where there's a laser on your rifle when you put your finger on the trigger it starts to blink like I guess that application is still there but um yeah and the, the way he had it set up was just that's just that's just ridiculous you could put an air horn on it Ooh, then, I like uh, this And then when you're training people and (laughs) drop and give me 20, no finger on the trigger till I say,
0: (laughs) there we go. This thing really needs to find a home in the training industry to train people not to keep their finger on the trigger all the time.
1: (laughs) There you go. I like it. Maybe, oh, maybe, maybe there's two electrodes in the grip and and when you touch it, it shocks you. Yeah. Of course, that would make it rather difficult for precision shooting, wouldn't it? Yeah, Be- they might do some
0: flinch or something like that.
1: <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. All right. Well, anything else about SHOT Show we want to cover before we move on to listener feedback?
0: I'm going to go next year because last time I was in Vegas, I went to uh, one of those uh, shops where you can shoot all the full, full auto stuff. And it, yeah. was a, it was a blast. I shot a, a saw, a, a Tommy gun, uh, something else. It was full auto. I not even remember it. The Tommy gun and the saw were more fun anyway. So
1: I would love to shoot a Tommy gun. That'd be so cool. Oh, yeah. They're so sweet. Anyways, just,
0: uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Cool. All right. Well, let's roll into some listener feedback then. You want to take this first one from Richard?
0: Absolutely. Uh, Richard says, quick note to say I just got this email confirming that Quebec IPSC shooters are now allowed forward movement. What?
1: Stop the presses. <laughs> Seriously, forward movements now allowed in Quebec? I wonder if it's,
0: yeah, we'll, we'll see, what, we'll see what the, how that's uh, set up. But it uh, seems the CFO had banned this going back to 1994.
1: Seems miracles can happen. <laughs> yeah, since 1994, people in Quebec have learned to walk forward in a straight line safely.
0: You know, it's probably like they, they made it so that uh, you can only go down like this really dark tunnel and then shoot right at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, who knows?
1: <laughs> they, they, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully. Uh, hopefully it just means that they've got the same freedom of moving around the range as we do here in New Brunswick. Well, I'd hope so, because the,
0: the, the fun thing about uh, competitive shooting is the movement and the, the variety of targets. You're not just punching paper. You get to do more stuff. So That's right. The more stuff you can possibly do uh, safely, I think, the better.
1: I agree, 100%. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, this, uh, thank you to Richard for sending that in. I never thought I'd hear the day, so thank you. Um, this one comes to us from Marcel. He writes in two episodes, uh, well, the, the, uh, <laughs> the subject of this email was not the droid you're looking for. Uh, two episodes ago, Trevor mentioned an earlier interview with someone about building rifle stocks in F-class shooting. He mentioned my CGN handle, uh, Fusilier, because he thought it was me, but he was mistaken. I can't recall the name of who he actually meant. I've, I've listened to every one of your episodes, except one. I, I skipped a Star Wars one. Um, but it wasn't me. I'm getting PMs on CGN asking if it was me. Okay, well, 1 p.m., so you might want to post a correction. (laughs) Hooray, our one fan. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the inadvertent shout-out. Anyway, I hope to meet you guys at the Ipswich Nationals here in Halifax in August. Cheers. Keep up the good work from Marcel, also known as Fusilier. So I'm not sure who Trevor was talking about, although it could have been, It was it Robert Fortier, is he the guy that he makes rifle stocks? I think so. I wonder if that's who Trevor was thinking of. I
0: think it was on the show when we had uh, uh, your replacement on. My what now? (laughs) Uh, I think that was the one where you had
1: uh, uh, Kelly on. Kelly, who are you talking about? (laughs) No one, never mind. All right, cool. Well, thank you, uh, Fusilier, for clearing up. that and letting us know it wasn't you hopefully the deluge of pms will will now cease (laughs) (laughs) all right this last one from justin bring it take it away there adriel from justin i'm currently
0: in arizona visiting family oh lucky guy i guess it's probably not snowing there and minus whatever a million Uh, (laughs) of course i couldn't help but find the local indoor range and try out some handguns i went with my aunt who is an ex-reservist from Canada, and her friend, who is an ex-marine and police officer. I previously had very little handgun experience—a mag or two out of my friend's SR9 and a few rounds out of a 357 SIG. We tried out nine different handguns, including Glock 17, 34, and 35, the FNS9, uh, uh, the SIG P226, the 92FS, and Shield 9. After a few tips from my aunt's friend, I was doing pretty well. This leaves me to my question. Weaver or isosceles, is there different uses for each in your experience?
1: Um, uh, yeah, uh, there's, there's definitely. Um, you want to use isosceles whenever you want to shoot properly and use weaver whenever you want to look like a 90s cop. Yeah. That's basically it. Okay, well, that's
0: easy. <laughs> isosceles is the way to go. Um, you, you do the—is uh, it like the baseball grip when you have the the, the left hand kind of cupping the mm-hmm. magazine? Oh yeah, the the, right the,
1: the yeah cu- uh, saucer and teacup. Or, or te- yeah, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Mortar and pestle, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that. exactly. Yeah, that no, cool. use your isosceles. The Weaver once was the way to shoot. That that was once thought of. As being the most stable, but it it just isn't. Um, recent, uh, well, not even that recent. Just the last twenty years or so, we've sort of figured out that isosceles makes the most sense and uh, is the most stable position for shooting a handgun. Yep, for now. My opinion. So we can't say I'm wrong. Although Trevor might come on and say that I'm wrong, but he won't because I know Trevor agrees with me. Although after making fun of him all show, he might come on and say I'm wrong just to 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 you know say that I'm wrong. Take revenge.
0: Yeah. Uh, Just Justin continues. Also, I now know the truth of the saying: all guns should be Glocks. For some reason, <laughs> I felt more confident and natural with them in my hands. The trigger safety that I thought may bother me was very subtle. Uh, yep. Yes, they were mainly nine millimeters, since we could use any handgun that was the same caliber for only fifteen bucks. The forty and the three eighty PPQ or something like that were brought by my friend uh, by the friend of my aunt.
1: Well, that's cool. It looks like you got some good experience there. And that's the way to find out which gun you like, is to go out and shoot a bunch of them. And uh, I have to agree with you. I think that uh, that Glocks are very comfortable, and they fit in my hand very nicely. Um, that being said, not everybody agrees with me, and uh, that's fine. Everybody's hands are different, but it's nice to see another person who uh, who finds the same thing that I do. I'm just cheap. I mean, the,
0: my, my MMP range kit was $500 used mm-hmm. with three mags, a mag pouch, and a holster. And you cannot get a Glock for that. that not been molested entirely. No, you really entirely. can't. Yeah.
1: That being said, have you shot a Glock? Yes. Okay. And how did you like it? Yeah,
0: it uh, triggers better. Definitely better. Oh, absolutely. Better.
1: Yeah. Definitely better. Definitely. But now, $100. I've got an
0: Apex in mine, and it's...
1: Sweet. Now here's the thing with the apex though in the the uh, the Smith and Wessons is in Ipswich that would not be allowed in production no. anymore. No, it wouldn't because it's so not that's unfortunate part, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, the uh, I I thought the exact same thing there, Justin, with the the little sh- trigger safety th- shoe sticking out the front of the trigger would, uh, would you know, somehow irritate my finger or not be natural or something. But it's it's under such a light spring load that you don't even notice it whenever you press a trigger. At least I don't. So uh, it's, it's not an issue at all for me, and I'm glad it wasn't for you either. Yep. Um, so I guess uh, if if you'd like to email the show, you can send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. And that's how to get a hold of us. Hate mail goes, of course, to trevorfurlott at gmail.com. <laughs> itunes reviews uh do we have any of those no we we don't have any of check yeah i checked mm. so no itunes uh, reviews but thank you for everybody who has been sending them in because they are mostly hilarious and we appreciate them
0: yeah well i mean we have uh, 116 reviews total uh we have thousands of people downloading the show so some people out there aren't pulling their weight so yeah long, so. i
1: mean there should be at least one for every download right Mm, maybe more, but yeah, maybe I'll more. take it at
0: yeah, one. That's let's be conservative here for a minute. I guess.
1: I mean some people should get their significant others to also leave a review based on how much chuckling their significant other does while listening to us. Mm-hmm. And know, the fact however, that we keep them busy for an hour, an hour look, and a half every we're, day. We're keeping Probably. your yeah, we're keeping them busy. And and you don't have to worry about them and uh you know, basically we're babysitters. So not only should you leave us a review, you should also send us ten bucks. <laughs> That's so, what a babysitter goes for these days, right? I don't know. I just made up that number. Is is, is ten bucks an hour for babysitters about right? Mm, seems like it's under the minimum wage, but I I don't know. Yeah, enough. but they're babysitters. They don't. They're, they're not as important because they're not legal age yet. I, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> hope I hope we have no babysitter listeners because <laughs> more hate mail. More hate mail can be addressed to Trevor for a lot at uh, Gmail Exactly. That's it. So I'm not worried about
1: that. Trevor will Trevor will deal with that. Yeah. Customer support. All right, well, shout-outs. What do you got for shout-outs there? Oh, um, I don't think I have any. Do you have any shout-outs? I, I have one, and Mike has one as well. And you're wondering who Mike is. That's that's the guy replacing Trevor.
0: <laughs> okay, what's Mike's?
1: Mike. Mike says, A big thanks to Jeff at the Calgary Shooting Center for getting the squib out of my CZ-75 barrel when I forgot a cleaning rod. So Mm -hmm. Mike's clearly not a communist because he was there at the Calgary Shooting Center. And Jeff is awesome because uh, he helped get a squib out of a barrel. So to Mike, um, good job in identifying that squib and not blowing up your gun. Yeah.
0: And for everyone else out there who who reloads, uh, if you reload for your pistol, find a wooden dowel that fits down your barrel and put it in your range gear to take every time because... It's only a matter, like, as careful as you can be. It's going to happen. It's a matter of time. And you might as well have the dowel there so you can just knock it out and keep going. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Cool. All right. And I have one to Philip Hoffman and his brand new daughter, Isabel. So today, Isabel was born. And so to Philip Hoffman, congratulations, man, on your beautiful new daughter. Yeah, exactly. I think I saw those uh, pictures as well. Yeah. Yeah. Great job. Good job. Good job, Phil. The dad. Look. You did the hard work. Now it's time for you to relax. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> go around and, sailing yep, from here. Just go around and say, look what I made. And then pass it off to your wife, and then you're cool. You're done. That's all you got to do. <laughs> oh, this is the guy with no kids. <laughs> uh, what? This isn't real? This isn't based in reality? Come on. I'm, I've got cats. That's the same thing, right? Oh, Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty, I figured. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Put uh, pour the food on the floor, and uh, if you're going to go for the weekend, make it extra heaping and leave the toilet open, and
1: you're good to go. Right? I was just going to leave a pile of gravel in the corner. Just (laughs) that wouldn't work. Mm, For the kids or the cats? The kids. Oh, yeah. Obviously, the cats need something more, more sanitary, but the kids can just use a pile of gravel, right? Yeah. 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 Got a potty? Just got a a a litter tray in them, right? Sure. Sure. Why not? I'm pretty sure that's the thing. Yeah, we're going to get raked over the coals next week. That's awesome. (laughs) Can't wait. All right. Well, uh, join one or both, or both, join one or all of our national firearms organizations, such as the CCFR or the CSSA. Uh, These guys help support us, so it's important to support them. Um, they, uh, they have a big fight ahead of, of them when we have a big fight ahead of us with the uh, liberals in power and them promising to do evil, nasty things to our gun laws. So we need to make sure that we are a strong, united front. Also check us out on Gun Owners of Canada. We uh, have a forum over there, and every now and then we pop in and say hi, and Double Up Buck is there to make fun of us as like he normally does. And then, uh, of course, Facebook. How can we forget Facebook? Go over and like us on Facebook if you are a Facebooker. We're at 1,355 likes so far, so that's cool. Also, um, yeah, what's with no thumbs up this week?
0: Mm, yeah, we're, 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 still,
1: we're still sitting at 83 thumbs up. Nobody emailed us with a new thumbs up, and we've still only got the five gold stars. So we, we need more gold stars, folks, or otherwise our, our egos just are going to deflate, and that would be terrible. There's a lot of tears. A lot of tears. Definitely. Definitely. All right. Well, um, thanks for listening, Trevor. Hope you're back next week, and uh, keep us in line and, and stuff. And Adriel's gonna say something witty now. Good night, Trevor. <laughs> That's creepy. I said witty. <laughs> oh, I can only
0: do one of the other. Sorry. All right. Sorry, well, I that'll work. My <laughs>